Hey everybody, what's going on? Mark here with a quick announcement before we get started with this week's episode. We are super excited to announce that we have some enamel pins for sale. Visit kryptonotpodcast.bigcartel.com and we are currently selling a two-pin set for $13. These pins are two inches in size. They are made of hard enamel, so they're super high quality. Uh, you get the Kryptonaut standard logo pin, and you get the Kryptonaut Skull Astronaut Batwing logo pin. And again, that is two pins for $13. These are limited to 100 so if you're interested in getting this deal before we have to separate them and raise the price, jump on it now. And again, that is $13 for two enamel pins. Visit kryptonotpodcast.bigcartel.com. Check them out. And again, we are super excited to get these done. The uh, We're blown away by the quality of these things. They are They are awesome. We are so excited to be selling these. So, uh, yeah, thank you all to everyone who has already purchased the pins. And when you get them, be sure to tag us on Instagram. We want to see you guys rocking these things out in the wild. So do that up. And it's that time. Without further ado, Christopher Q, that creepy music. Welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs. With me, as always, is... I am Chris. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us. Before we get started with this week's episode, we got some shout-outs to give to some super awesome listeners mm. that sent us some super cool presents. Chew On Brown. Fucking believable. Oh, my God. Chew Brown with the crack and rum. Oh. How oh. could she know? I mean, of course Cri it's a cryptid. Yeah. It's a cryptid, so she's thinking... But, but little could she imagine that well-nigh a decade ago, Chris and I once oh, just annihilated a body. I think it was mid-afternoon. I think we were sitting at your kitchen island Probably. working on a screenplay about an anti-Noah's Ark as we were wont to do in our misspent youth and yeah. we just polished off an entire bottle of Kraken and I have not had a sip of it since. It is amongst the favorite things I can ever put in yeah, my mouth. Kraken's awesome. amazing. Awesome. Also, can I say this? Chew Brown, I totally want that to be a 70s PI miniseries. Like Chew Brown, yeah. Private Eye. Totally. Oh, that'd be the best. As Chris said earlier, Chew Brown. Providing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I see the base funk line, excellent service, yeah. and solving oh, yeah. crimes, and providing us with excellent bottles of rum. She's the best. There Thank you, you yeah. so Rock much. Is amazing. Shout we out. Really, we have the best fucking listeners. We seriously ever. Do. We seriously do. Thank you very much. Thank Chew. you. The second shout out we have to give is to a listener named Noah Cappadocia. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. I'm doing the best I can. Who fucking sent us this astonishing handcrafted leather work piece that's like 12 by 12 inches it's amazing his reinterpretation in the medium of dead flesh yeah. of fucking <laughs> our know. logo which i love so this is this is something i believe noah does professionally and it's for nc leatherworks yes. am i right yep. about that yep. and so he, it's amazing craftsmanship it was I came in and I didn't even know it had arrived. I didn't know really much of, about this. And then I see Chris framing it. So it'll be hung in our, or, well, Chris's in-house, our studio mm. kind of scenario. And it is amazing. So when I saw that, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. To see somebody reinterpret something you've drawn and that you, you know, obviously designed the logo and, and text for Mark uh, in a medium that 
I would never have fathomed seeing it translated into is fucking astonishing. Yeah. So again, another super dope gift from another fucking phenomenal listener. And listen, we love all y'all, regardless of whether you send some shit or not. But boy, those of you that send stuff, you really warm our fucking hearts. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Between That's the, the liquor and the leather work, I mean, we're just we're rolling in it now. I can't I believe I'm smelling it. the leather. I'm drinking rum yeah. while smelling the leather. There you go. Leather smelling rum. <laughs> That is my That's pure I smell leather. <laughs> Thank you very much, Noah. Thank you very much, too. Very much appreciated. Absolutely. You guys rule. Um, so as always, social media is the Instas, the Twitters, the Facebooks. Follow us there. Uh, ratings and reviews are always appreciated for this podcast. So you can leave those on the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. Those help us out greatly in ways that we don't quite understand because Apple doesn't release any of the information. But you know what? It's working. If it's working, it it's worth doing. Exactly, yeah. it's working, and so uh, so yeah. Be sure to do all that, and let's get started this week with uh, a place near and dear to our hearts. We're going to Zimbabwe. Oh boy, we'll be discussing the Zimbabwe mermaids. Indeed. All right, let's get started with. In this postmodern world, wherein consensus reality seems less and less tethered to objective facts, there are still a few headlines that one expects never to have to read. A string of words so bizarre that they manage to grab a chokehold on one's imagination with a strange mixture of fascination, fear, and astonishment. One such headline was delivered via the Daily Mail on February 6, 2012, and it read, Reasons for Zimbabwe Reservoir Delays, Mermaids Have Been Hounding Workers Away. Robert. Indubitably. We have mermaids. In Zimbabwe. Just giving workers the the, the shit. The complete shit. Giving them the hell. All right, giving them the hell. Just, just, they're tough. All right, well, Robert. Anti-union mermaids. (laughs) My kind of mermaids. Robert, take it away. Formerly known as Rhodesia, the landlocked Republic of Zimbabwe is nestled in southern Africa between the Zambezi and, and Limpopo rivers. Bordered by South Africa to the south, Botswana to the west, and Zambia to the northwest, Zimbabwe is renowned for its vivid landscapes, diverse fauna, and, in certain regions, vicious freshwater predators that seem to have leapt in all of their inhuman glory from the pages of a Hans Christian Andersen novel. That's a little hint there. All right. For those that know, for those that have been to Denmark, Hans Christian, we know. Hans Gruber Andersen. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's all I'll ever see for the rest of my life. Most people have a difficult time accepting the fact that an evolutionary branch of hominid returned to the sea, or perhaps never left it, to become a fish-tailed semi-humanoid marine animal commonly referred to as a mermaid. It's true. Most zoologists and marine biologists are pretty dubious about the whole thing. If the vast oceans can't conceal such a beast, then surely the ponds, lakes, and rivers of a landlocked nation could not possibly be harboring an evolutionary aberration as astonishing as these are purported to be. Nevertheless, in 2012, the unimaginable happened. A large public works project was halted due to the fact that employees were terrified by the voracious freshwater ichthyohumanoids. Yeah, I coined that. Oh, yeah. proud of that. That they claimed were not only attacking, but actually killing workers at the site. This is 2012. I remember when that story first hit the presses. Weird, you know, American Monsters was obviously thriving. We'd been doing it for years. And so when I read these these accounts that, had, you know, started coming out all over the internet, I was like, I cannot fucking believe that this is real. Samuel Sepepa Nakomo, the Minister of Water Resources. What a fucking job. Oh, yeah. 
Wow. Reportedly. Can, can I get that title? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you can be a minister of anything you want. I can be like the minister of wastewater. If, well, <laughs> why, would you, why would you limit it to that? All water resources. Drinking water. Yeah, I work fresh in, spring yeah, water. Hoses water. But I work in wastewater. <laughs> I know, but when Spoiler we found alerts. our own Isler, uh, Isler, island nation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Minister of bathing. Oh, I, I don't have to work in shit when, when we get our own island? No, oh, you that's good. be the minister good. of all water. Okay, good. And well, the resources well, that comes in. with part of it. I mean, oh, I, got, I, got, I got wastewater and fresh water. It's all water. Shit. You're just going to be the, the minister of moisture. <laughs> And we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, you just, you're a water deity. That's that a point. weird Twitter account. The minister of the minister of moisture. It's just it's the way it's going it's, to be. Yeah, it's kind of gross. All right, perfect. all right. So we're back to Samuel Sepepa Nakomo, who was of course the aforementioned minister of water resources. Okay. Reportedly told a Zimbabwean parliamentary committee that terrified workers were refusing to return to the Gokwe Dam in the Midlands, the Osborne Dam in Monacoland and another dam site in Mutare due to an infestation of dangerous freshwater fiends. So he brought this to the government. <laughs> What's that? He brought this to the government. Oh, he is the government. He brought it to the higher ups in the government. This is like going to the city council and being like, yo, we can't work. We got unicorns in the tractors. Like people are fucking <laughs> in the tractors. Tractor unicorns <laughs> yeah, have stopped dude. so many public works projects. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen public works projects stop for less. So, Absolutely. There you go. According to author and cryptozoologist Brett Swanser, this is not a unique phenomenon in Zimbabwe. And this is what he had to say. According to the tribal leaders who were consulted, many lakes and reservoirs of the region are inhabited by mermaids, and dams seem to be a favorite place for them to congregate. Although they were said to be typically drawn to larger dams than the ones that they had plagued, such as the huge dam at Lake Kariba, which is a hotbed for such sightings. When faced with the question of whether they thought these creatures actually exist, the tribal leaders were unanimous and adamant in their assertion that they do. Okay. So right. this is just something that apparently, like catfish in the American South, they're going to hang like, out oh, beneath yeah. the dam. And it makes Mermaid. sense. It's where other fish are going to congregate. You mm -hmm. have to assume that these things are maybe omnivorous, possibly carnivorous. And so you're going to go where your prey is. The laborers at the dams in question have been tasked with repairing and installing water pumps in the various dams. The workers were accompanied by armed guards. Someone or something had apparently been sabotaging the mechanics of the reservoirs, and they were meant to put a stop to it and put things back to order as quickly as possible. The work apparently went on as expected until some of the employees began to mysteriously vanish while working in or near the water at the dam sites. So it starts off, as these things always do, with these little tiny mysterious moments that are obviously, frankly, terrifying for the people working there. Because when Bob suddenly doesn't show up the next day, <laughs> that's disturbing. You find Jeff's boots, and you're like, why is there blood in Jeff's boots? Why is there why blood is there, in Where's guns? Jeff? <laughs> Jeff, why is oh, there blood in your boots? Oh. <laughs> Where are you, Jeff? And Jeff's nowhere to be found. You know why? Because the fucking mermaids ate his face for breakfast. Absolutely. That's why you don't go on 9 o'clock break, boys. Don't ever take that break. What? Stay on the job. That's, oh, the, that's the mermaid break. It's the mermaid. No, when you take the nine o'clock break, that's when shit goes down. That's the worst break to ever Remember take. the story of Jeff's boots. That's right, Jeff's boots. At first, these disappearances were almost certainly chalked up to a combination of human error, accidental death, animal attack, or perhaps simple abandonment of one's duties. But as the list of those who were missing began to mount, a rumor started to spread through the remaining workers that something inexplicable was afoot. 
As the dwindling pool of employees steadily lessened, the terror of the remaining laborers came to a head when their fellow workers began to report being chased or even physically attacked by pale-skinned, semi-humanoid creatures with fish-like tails, reddish eyes, and long, matted clumps of dark hair. Mm. They yeah, sound gross. You throw up in your mouth. That's gross. That's yeah. what, you, know, you know, they're not going to be Little Mermaid or Daryl Hannah circa no. 83. See, I want it to be Daryl Hannah. A bunch of splashes. Yeah. Splashes. It's a whole bunch of splashes. No, they're going to be like fucking barnacle encrusted. Well, maybe the marine version. Just nasty. What happened? I mean, if you put anything in water too long, it gets moldy, rotten, and it's filthy. All, like, they, they have like permanent yeah. raisin hands. I don't even they know because got, they probably do. I mean, do they have human skin on the top half of their body, or is it not. some? No, I weird, feel like probably not. It would make no sense if if if, if they are real animals. Right. And of course, it probably feel more a like an eel. Yes, I agree, with Chris. Yeah. I'm going to err on the side of biology rather than you know the preternatural. Um, I would think eel-like flesh, something slimy and viscous. Mm. Yeah, but but certainly equipped to live in the environment they, they live got, in. I wonder why they got hair. Well, that's, why would you? Why would you need it? I don't know. In the water. I mean, unless you have like an amphibious quality, so when you want to break the water to breathe, it somehow camouflages you or warms your dome piece. You got sweet or Jason yeah, Momoa hair. It re- if you do have sweet Jason Momoa hair, you do not want to cut it. No, there's no beards on mermaids, is there? I've seen uh, a bearded pictures mermaid? of mermen <laughs> yeah, with really? beards. Why not? Not mermaids. Right. I mean, there's the bearded mer lady somewhere. I'm sure, but no. Okay. All right, so then we, we, we in this can... in this sideshow of mermaids. Yes. there's the bearded, <laughs> all right, good, the bearded good. mermaid. I'm just looking at our chances of becoming mermaids. That's all. I don't think this is something. I don't think it's like converting to Judaism. I don't think this is something you can adopt as a lifestyle choice. It's 2019, no. dude. We can do what the fuck we want. Yeah, we can, no, we can, I, I we can go to freshwater, live there for a hundred thousand years or so, okay. and just evolve. And okay. maybe our great great grand fish <laughs> and, babies and evolve. <laughs> After many generations, we'll have more people. Okay, cool. All right, I'm down. Let's start it. That really seems like a waste of our lives. I mean, more so than we already are. And I was that's staggering. Say, do you really that's a waste of lots of, of generations. What we're doing? Really? Do you want the list of what no, the fuck we're doing? In okay. all fairness, I recognize that by some standards, this is not the best spent way to live but that having been said i love it i respect us and i just don't want fucking prune dick while i'm fucking treading water pork and fish hoping for the best yeah all right so i'm just trying to find happiness rob it's all i'm trying to do do. so let's get back to this description here these mer people mer things are pale skinned humanoid creatures with fish-like tails typical reddish eyes and long matted clumps of dark hair all right cool nicomo claimed that the representatives he had sent to the aforementioned areas in order to contain the situation and tamp down on all of the superstitious uproar that was preventing the vital dams from being built all had what they reported as terrifying run-ins with these purportedly mythical beings legends of which date back centuries in tribal lore throughout the continent of africa so the first step that's being taken by the, the water minister or whatever the hell he is, is to send his peeps down. Yeah. Like, all right, so there's some crazy rumors spreading around. Some superstitious people are, you know, letting their imaginations run away with them. <clears throat> I'm going to send my peeps down to fucking put the kibosh on yeah. it. And, oh, wait, they all started claiming to see these things. So it okay. must have been a fairly common thing. Right. And that obviously is not what he was hoping for. So as I, as I just mentioned also, uh, this is not a new phenomenon. For centuries at least in the Zimbabwe region, but throughout all of Africa, 
tales of really dangerous freshwater, half fish, half human uh, entities are just nearly ubiquitous. Okay. It's their jam. It's their jump off. Many different cultures refer to these creatures as mandao. And like the Kelpie of the British Isle, they are known to be intelligent and mean-spirited creatures who delight in pulling unwary bathers to their watery grave. In Karoo, South Africa, there are even ancient rock paintings depicting these ostensibly cruel creatures swimming and using tools in the water-filled mountainous caverns wherein they are said to dwell. Locals there call them Cayman, K-A-A-I-M-A-N. Historians or whatever folklorists think is an extrapolation of the word Cayman, the Mm -hmm. German word for like the predatory crocodile-like things, you know, that you find in like Brazil and whatnot. In a burst of what has to be considered sage self-preservation, the emissaries sent by Nicomo to the various reservoirs all left the regions they were assigned to, and according to the politician, all of the officers I have sent vowed not to go back there. So they're done, promising Scary never to go back. Kids. No one has. <laughs> I don't want to be this guy, but I am. Nobody has guns. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, let's. They, like, if, you know what, boys? Like, let's use them. Like I said earlier, Can they you sent me a beer. Oh, thank you. They sent armed guards down with the people that were yeah. supposed to repair these dams, ever, which they assumed, I think, were being sabotaged by maybe, I don't know, uh, environmental you know, terrorists, eco-terrorists, or locals that if, had a you beef know what, with though? dams for some reason. I don't know who they thought was sabotaging it, but it turns out, apparently, it was these fucking merfolk. Or if this, well, we'll get there with the theories, but if this was some sort of like labor dispute, mm-hmm. you got one union fighting another union... Well, acting right. like mer people. The, acting like mer people. Yeah. Did you just say that? Acting like mer people. Why not? But bear in mind that not only the legends, as as we just stated, go back centuries and right. cover all sorts of freshwater bodies throughout Zimbabwe and the rest of Africa. This is happening at three separate okay. dams. So, in, uh, so no union infighting. Gokwe, uh, Matare, and uh, okay. I forget what's the Midichlorian, whatever that third place was. All right. So we're back to... Uh, to Nakomo and him dealing with the situation. Word. Not one to be easily thwarted, Nakomo then hired a group of workers of European descent. He was confident that due to their different belief systems, they would not fall prey to what he felt was the superstitious nonsense that had thus far plagued the workforce, causing delays in construction of the three long overdue reservoirs. In his own words, we even hired whites thinking that our boys did not want to work. But they also returned saying they would not return to work there again. Okay. Unfortunately, specific eyewitness accounts of what these or the original workers saw were either not chronicled or more likely than not, simply poorly reported. The fact is, at least in the public domain on the internet, I have not been able to track down what these specific groups of eyewitnesses that yeah. refused to go back, mm-hmm. be it the you know, the white workers that were hired as scabs, the original employees. I'm sure out there someone could do some really good field work in Zimbabwe and, and there might even be a fucking book in it, if not a series of really amazing articles. But so far I just haven't been able to turn it up now with both his own officers and the second group of workers refusing to go anywhere near the waterlogged construction sites. Nakomo knew he was going to have to take a different tact. Knowing that these reservoirs were absolutely essential for both agricultural production as well as providing Zimbabwe's growing population with an adequate water supply, Nakomo decided that he was going to have to fight fire with fire. It was then that he sanctioned what was tantamount to be a traditional tribal exorcism 
of the three infected sites. A group of holy men were assigned to carry out rites designed to appease what many Zimbabweans believed were not carnivorous biological entities, but malevolent water spirits. So, that uh, well, goes without saying. yeah. You know, the, the belief locally is that these, these are magical creatures, be it like a Papa Bawa, be it like whatever. Again, my inclination is to want to go... If I feel like if you don't really work out every biological and evolutionary avenue... You should not turn to the paranormal, but I'm not going to begrudge people, you know, millennia of generational belief. Right. right. That's where they're at, and I'm cool with that. Dude, exercise the water, dude. An old priest and a young priest. Intriguingly, and this is going to get back to Mark's point of where are all the guns, some reports (laughs) indicate that these veteran practitioners of the mystic arts were accompanied by a well-armed contingent of the Zimbabwean military. Mm. This unique combination of seasoned sorcerers and tactical soldiers apparently prepared to pacify or in a pinch do battle with these landlocked mer creatures must have been a sight indeed. Wait, there's wizards? A group of wizards that are sent to appease the creatures. And you got Black Hawk down, soldiers... Sent to apparently fill them with lead. Is this Holmes at Holmes Deep? Be- <laughs> this is yeah. yeah, really though. Do you bring in you, you bring the in the mermaid clergy militia to do the exorcism? But you keep your boys in the side with their guns trained on the fucking mer people just in case shit gets so crazy. So they're in the back casting because yeah. casting times yeah. take a while. Exactly. While I the, think while the grunts do the work, it's you're amazing. Popping off. Can you just yeah. imagine all these soldiers like armed to the teeth, pointing their guns at the water while these. You know these these medicine men and shamans and and, and holy men, uh, you know, of, of various stripes, are doing these rituals and incantations and trying their best to uh, to satisfy whatever you know the, the needs are of these fucking. I want to be on the spirits. fire team, dude. I want to be on the firing squad. I'm there. I'm ready. I just Let's I want to be the documentarian that's there <laughs> filming this because that has got yeah. to be one of the most astonishing things you're ever going to bear witness to. Yeah. According to these spiritual specialists. The only way to mollify the malicious mermaids would be through a series of very specific rituals, as well as the brewing and gifting of traditional beer, which is something these creatures apparently adore. adore. And again, who, doesn't, why who doesn't love a good microbrew? So they're us? That's why they're mad. again? Yeah. <laughs> they're getting pissy because they didn't get any beer. Yeah. Like a certain amount of time. I Absolutely. Get, I get pissy when I, don't, when I don't drink. And you know, who? I mean, their thirst needs to be slaked. I mean, of all the wonderful things you can do below water, I don't know. Have fish swim through your living room. Drink. Sit on a couch made of seaweed. There's lots of things you can do underwater. Brewing beer does not seem like a really efficient one. Like, I don't think that's probably something you can do. So if, say, they are a semi-humanoid, you know, divergent species that might have once been part of the the hominid or hominoid, you know, evolutionary line, who, of course, they would love to catch a buzz. And if this is the only way they can do it. (laughs) I mean, maybe there's some weird narcotic plants or something that, they you know, smoke they weed do down it. there too. Well, it would probably be <laughs> yeah. edibles because I don't know how much smoking well, you're doing underwater. that was underwater. probably the trade they made centuries ago. And now they, they just assumed weed. Oh, yeah. yeah dude, and man, somehow that was man lost. Gave them brews. They want virgins. They were, yeah. We there's a trade don't want to give them up. We give them beer. They're like, yeah, cool. You give us yeah. beer. We don't take over your land society there you go well they probably couldn't do that i mean they oh. would be really shitty 20 feet off the shore they'd probably be well, easy well maybe pickings. they're just like the weird enforcers you don't know if there's a whole nother yeah, you're right yeah there could be a whole other society there could be a hierarchy there, exactly yeah. yeah that could just be the brute the brute force uh initial that's their version of the fucking jun horde dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> think about that well said yeah okay 
Despite the proclaimed success of both the ritual and the sacrificial ale, the senior politician conceded that many of the original workers were simply too frightened by what they had encountered to ever return to the reservoirs. Not surprising. You say that's you know, the I, main story of this so far. Everyone yeah. does something and then they don't want to go back. They don't want to go back. Well, at this point, if some of your friends die, other of your friends have been attacked and chased. You know, you think, oh yeah, I gave him a sixer and said I'm sorry and did a dance and didn't shoot them. Go back and dive in the water and repair the fucking collapsing dam. You'd be like, eat a dick, eat yeah. a big old dick. There is no way I'm doing that. No. So I don't blame that original cadre of workers for not wanting to return. But this is not the only theory on this. Still others believe that there is a conspiracy afoot. <gasps> a conspiracy, you say, Robert? I do indeed. Hmm. According to, and this is a title, Local Government Rural and Urban Development Minister. Let's do that again. Okay. Local <laughs> Government Rural and Urban Development Minister. That, I mean, do you, is there anything else? I mean, that's it. You develop that everything. Yeah, that covers everything. Yeah, that's it. Ignatius Chombo phenomenal name it was not the reservoir workers but the zimbabwean government itself that had spread rumors of the existence of these freshwater fiends in order to terrify those with traditional beliefs for the purpose of delaying these indispensable projects oh so they're using the people's oh, beliefs against them that's what he says Ooh, interesting interesting to what end the Zimbabwean government might have had in preventing an essential resource from flowing to its own people was not elucidated. So again, there's always some shady behind-the-scenes shit, mm. especially in, in, in I, well, I can't even say it. I mean, we live in ostensibly the first world, and there's lots of corruption and shady shit. But if you're in a third-world country, every building project, every public works project is getting grifted to fucking dirt, period. Okay. But I can't see... What the advantage would be of terrifying your local workers, hiring ones of European descent, and having them apparently scared away, which right. they would not apparently, I don't, they wouldn't have been scared by rumor. You would think they'd have to actually see something, people that don't have a traditional tribal belief mm -hmm. in said creatures. Mm -hmm. But but then, all right, so say the conspiracy went further and they have like Scooby-Doo-esque scuba divers with like fake fins trying to scare Whitey away. So... To what end? I can't fathom. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What's the the why? Why? Yeah, unless I mean, the local, the local folks in the area didn't want the reservoirs and dams to go up because it was fucking with their water supply. But it seems like it's kind of like the whole point of a reservoir or dam is to keep the water. True. So why would you not? But who but, knows? But, Maybe but, but it's, they're not. Uh, they're not even. He, well, what what Ignatius Chombo, the ultimate minister of everything is saying is not that it's local people right. trying to fucking it's farmer john trying to scare people away from his old gold mine it's the government itself trying to scare their superstitious workers out of doing the job they hired them to do that oh. will benefit the most amount of people so okay. that's the thing i don't get okay so well maybe because if they got the well i guess this is kind of uh shot in the dark here, but maybe if they got the grant money to do the projects, but the government's like, fuck it, we don't want to do these projects for these people, so we're just going to scare them so that we don't, we don't, then we don't have to do it. Oh, so we keep the money, yeah, but yeah. don't have keep, to do yeah, the job? Yeah, keep the grant money, but you can't build the fucking reservoir because the mermaids are there. I can sense some truth Sorry. in that. Like, think, yeah, money. But small, small, small time, or small term, short term uh, profits would seem to be negated by the long term 
suffering right. of so many people who would die without water and without the food that the agricultural, uh, you know, yeah, I wonder what the angle system what, would, what need would the angle to be build crops. That's the thing. Yeah, Maybe well, governments aren't necessarily always concerned with people's welfare. No, <laughs> that's true. That's, yeah. be, that's true. Let's be honest. Yeah, I, I agree, yeah. but I wish Chombo had been a little clearer in what he thought. You know what his theory was as to why yeah, the actual they why. would have created this conspiracy. Despite his suspicions of supernatural fraud, Chombo did acknowledge that before work could begin again on the dams, that the necessary rituals would have to be performed in order to placate the workers' fears. So even he acknowledged that, regardless of whether or not he thought it was a pile of bullshit, mm. to make these folks happy, you gotta you gotta do these rituals. Despite or perhaps because of these rituals, the creatures that lived in the waters beneath these dams apparently became even more intense in their disdain for the human race. According to noted author, television writer, and paranormal expert Paul Seaburn, these beings began to extend their ire toward the children of the region. He said, mm. It is reported that on the fateful day, the two boys who were from Form 1 and 2 at the Gagne Secondary School were herding cattle when they saw the mermaid at the dam. According to a friend of the deceased boys, his companions jumped into the dam and tried to grab the mermaid because they believed it was just a big fish, but the mermaid pulled them down into the water. Mm. Yeah. Seaburn continued, well. the alleged incident occurred on February 19th, 2017. So this oh, is shit. half a decade later. Dam's fixed. Yeah. Seems like everything's chill. Not quite. In an area near the dam where witnesses interviewed at the scene claimed that the mermaid had been seen multiple times on the bank very recently. No one but their friend, that is the two boys' friend, saw the mermaid take the boys, and he claimed that the mermaid soon brought them back and tossed them onto the bank still alive. So oh, okay. they dove on her. Took, took them on a okay. ride. She grabbed them, dunked them, said, don't be fucking around with shit you don't understand. Right. Threw them onto the bank. But there's a rule about mermaids, in particular freshwater mermaids, perhaps only relevant to those on the dark continent, that you're about to find out, and it's going to change the way you deal with them from oh. now on. Okay. 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 Seaburn continues. The witnesses must have called or ran for help because adults, including the parents of the two boys, eventually showed up and began crying. According to local mermaid lore, that was their big mistake. It's bad luck to cry after a mermaid incident, and bad luck is what happened. Whether it was the sound or the demonstration of affection that they find offensive is unknown, but locals claim that it is suicidal to express any emotion following a mermaid attack, lest it evolve from a traumatizing situation into a lethal one, as happened here. Okay, so no more tears. No more tears. They do whatever they want. Look, don't cry. Don't yeah. cry. <laughs> don't you? Fucking cry, swear I to see God. you. Jeff, if you fucking cry, I'm gonna fucking eat you and leave your fucking bloody boots. And that's why he's bloody Call boots. Call back there. to Jeff. This yeah. is ten times worse yeah, than dealing with Santa. Like they must yeah, have seriously. songs, you know. Yeah. Better not pout. Better not cry. Don't fucking cry. Because you're gonna die. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mermaid claws are coming to town. So okay, let's say that we're at a reservoir in Zimbabwe and we're all hanging out, having a nice little yeah. picnic like we like to do. We do. Chris is attacked by a mermaid. Yeah. We're like, oh shit! He's no! dragged underwater Chris! by a pale-skinned, clumpy-haired, red-eyed female. Okay, and I start to cry. Not yet. Okay. Well, you think you start to cry because you think he's dead, but then she tosses him back on land. Yeah, okay. yeah. Thrown back. Okay. So maybe some tears of joy at this point. We're relieved 
Right. But maybe you're still, maybe you're just scarred by this. Maybe the thought of having lost Chris and even though he's been returned, you're yeah. still like, this could have gone real south real quick right. and we would have been so one crying. fucking kryptonaut down. Don't, right. don't fucking do it. So and if, and start you start crying. shedding tears. Okay. You have signed his death warrant. Yeah. You've made me dead. But not only Chris, probably the both of us too. Okay. Because then they're going to go on a kill crazy fucking rampage because Johnny fucking cries much over here. Couldn't fucking pack a Kleenex and man up. Sorry about that. That was just tough. Yeah, I shouldn't have been yeah, that hard Yeah, seriously. On you. Honestly, you know what? Because I'm in touch with my emotions and I express them on a pretty you, regular basis. You know when you get in touch with your emotions? After you leave the shore, take the fucking the train ride back to a city, okay. get in your hotel room, stuff Super towels land. under the doors, <laughs> pull the curtains, wait, yeah. Weep ah. under six covers oh, so boy. no no chance of any mermaid hearing you. Yeah. All right. Exist. Fine. Okay. You know what? I'm going to hold my tears. I won't cry. We'll just stoically stand there and look at Chris disappointingly like yeah why didn't you kill no, him no no when, when Chris when Chris shows back up we're all gonna want to have some tears of joy including okay. me but we we're can't gonna, we're gonna, the... no we're gonna bite our lips okay we're gonna do a quick man hug okay we're gonna pack up our picnic gear because you don't want to waste good food it's true and true. we are gonna slowly and unemotionally walk back to the safari Moon man or walk. whatever the fuck we have slowly <laughs> on the beach yes <laughs> to show that we are joyous <laughs> okay and not all at right. all traumatized and then we're going to have a big fat cryathon on the plane home because we'll never, ever, ever go back exactly. to the place that these cry, things exist. if you cry, a fucking mermaid will attack you. No. Or will, if you get attacked by a mermaid. bad luck. Or see a mermaid. Right. And it just decides to be, you know, beneficent and let you live. Right. That's the you test. You have fucked up if, if, if you start shedding tears yeah. at this point. Okay. Again, it's I don't know if it's something like, if it's an animal who finds the sound of human wailing deeply offensive mm-hmm. or if it's an intelligent being that's like these hairless apes have no right to feel they don't they don't deserve yeah. emotions well, they're like Klingons. their emotion is their yeah. downfall or they're they like, could be like Klingons yeah. exactly you're sure I witness it's, it's weakness get by they're going to die yeah. and they, they might think they're thinning the herd of the weakest of us thus maybe making the human race stronger okay and therefore more deserving of living on the earth or they're just like cats and they're just, like, they're just playing with you like yeah they could for be. some <laughs> reason the cries like makes them just snap. Want to kill just you more? That much more. It's like tossing the mice to like their mouse family. Yeah, and the mouse are squeaking. And they're like, "Oh, that's it." Oh yeah, it's pause, true. Pause. You're right. The way they <laughs> toy and, and hate. Yeah. Oh my God, mermaids are the cats of the sea. Yeah. They are. And lakes they and are. rivers, apparently, just malicious. But but I mean, apparently capable of loving, intelligent activities, but also oblivious to the needs of its prey oh, and man, willing to toy with you until you die. They're down there drinking and fucking killing kids. Oh, they do love their beer. Yeah. Well, they'll kill everyone, but kids aren't, you know, absolved from this. I don't want to start the war yet. You, I don't know. If, I mean, first off, what's the what, yeah, what war? All right, yeah, let's just start with it. What war? The, the man, war against us and Merv? World War M. Yeah. Oh, my God. World War, War, War M. M. Okay, yeah. first off, Sci-Fi <laughs> Channel, if you're there listening, you balls. All right, yeah, I don't know if I want to go to war with anything under the sea. Okay. I just think that's probably a bad call. There's a lot of water. There's a lot of water. We're not on safe ground. There's a lot of us, though, too. But even in a landlocked country like Zimbabwe, I still feel like we're fucked because we suck in the water. As a species, we suck in the water. Well, you you don't don't attack them on their ground. You make them come to you. What? How? What, are they going to flop onto shore? Are they going to ramp us onto shore until they're fucking vulnerable? It's the only one. It's the one fly with jaws. Yeah. Or orca. Just like, just, or any of those yeah, movies. Right. Just, just don't go there. Just stop going into the water. Yeah. Guess what? Amity doesn't need tourist trade that much. <laughs> yeah. Stop going into the fucking <laughs> yeah, water. Yeah, just don't <laughs> go somewhere else. Yeah, no. Raise a grape. Do whatever the fuck you're going to do in Martha's Vineyard. Fucking yeah. stop going in the water. Okay. You dumb right. fucks. Well, okay, well, we're not taking the war off the table yet. All right, fair enough. The war and the devil are still on the fucking table. 
Let's get back to local tribal elders and All what right. they have to say. According to Chief Namengui, I think I said that right, Namengui, of the village Seven, which I fucking love. Seven? Cool. Why do you love Seven? I live in Seven. It's pretty dope. You know, Chief, S- Chief Namengui. Yeah, it's probably a sweet village, too. Near the, and I'm really going to murder this, Patchy Mumvuri Dam, where the bodies of the two boys were found, the adults that had shown up on the scene, including the boys' parents, saw the mermaid return following the, all right so the boys mm. were thrown back to safety right the third witness kid went and got adults from the nearby village seven i assume and the parents the parents saw the boys being returned and then maybe tears of joy at this point mm. and shock okay. and, and things you know moms cry at the drop of a hat their kids skin their knee i mean moms are moms and they love their children more than anything and that's what's going to happen so the adults, including the parents, saw the mermaid return and pull the boys back into the water again, this time holding them under until they drown. Jesus Christ. Mm. So instead of grabbing your boys, hugging them, taking them back for a fucking village feast or the whatever wild, the fuck you want to The mermaid them, brought them back. Yeah. Here's your kids. Oh, by the way. Sorry. That, that's to- that's totally to me Friday the 13th part one. We're fucking, you're on the boat, you're yeah. safe, you're there, and no. all of a sudden, back out and in. Yeah, fucking Ari Lehman grabs you. Ari Lehman, exactly. <laughs> Our boy, Ari Lehman grabs you and fucking drowns you. And they're what watching this, and maybe they tried to go in and help the kids. Maybe the mermaid's too strong. Maybe uh, she took them out just deep enough so that they couldn't get to them fast enough. It doesn't take long to drown. Right. And all of a sudden, their tears of what should have been rapturous <sighs> joy are one of mournful Hideous sorrow. I don't want to go to war, but God damn it. We might Chief have to. Nemangui further claimed that two other people were reportedly killed by the same or another mermaid recently at the same location. And that the tribe had attempted had attempted, excuse me, to remedy the situation by performing rituals to calm down the water spirits. He said that, and this is another interesting tidbit that we're gonna have to take with us. During the ceremony we slaughtered a beast and the meat was consumed without salt. Evidently, the consumption of unsalted meat is considered to be a tribute to these aquatic enigmas who fucking knew. All right. Well, I mean, that seems why, like an easy... Why was there not like a picture? Yeah. Yeah. It's 2017. Well, how didn't they kill one of these fuckers? I'm sure someone had a phone. And string it up and be like, there's a fucking mermaid. Well, maybe there's a, there's a reason why. should have made news. Yeah. These people believe that these are supernatural entities and not biological creatures. Uh, we're still, we're taking it from the Western perspective uh, and the cryptozoological well. perspective of these they are animals. Photos. Dude, we have well, you rocket have to launchers at this point. for Christ's yes. sakes. But if they are supernatural creatures, they might be unkillable by our standard uh, means of murder. See, you're not going to know until you hit it with a fucking RPG. Well, he killed it. Oh, no, no, no. They slaughtered a beast. That means like a goat or a cow. Oh, I but thought you they, meant they, I know, no, I no, thought I that's what right. that, I thought that's right. what that I don't alluded to. Oh, because dude. the first time I read it, I thought that too. See, yeah, imagine that's what that, that, I thought that's what that alluded they, to. No, no, you're dude, right. Imagine if they slaughter the mermaid and then they consume it without oh. salt. So and that was just eat fish without salt. So that was just like uh, killing the fatted fish calf. Things. Okay, so yeah, no, you're right. It is a sacrifice. Okay, I, you know, I should have specified it because I have to agree with what the assumption that you guys made was the assumption I first made when I read this, and. When you say it's not slaughtered the beast, but slaughtered a beast. So I don't know why they didn't specify, but they slaughtered a sacrificial beast and then sat down for a beachside picnic wherein they had to go through the hell of eating unsalted meat in order to tell the thing, you killed two of our boys, 
but look, we're not making this food delicious. So I guess we're good. I don't understand how that I, works. That's the resolution, no, yeah, I guess. Well, for that. that's apparently the resolution because that's where that story ends. If these are like super paranormal like ghost mermaids or whatever, yeah. like... I guess super paranormal. Super paranormal ghost mermaids. Yeah, that's right. I said it. They could be just normal paranormal ghost mermaids. Somebody grab one of these fucking things, dude. How? I don't know. I, I mean, don't... You, it's, you can barely wrestle a gator. I mean, what are you going to do with a you got super soldiers. strong... I don't know. It's in the water, so it's prepared to swim hard. You can't fucking fuck around with It just with seems if like, man... swim hard. strong... <laughs> Swim hard. Pump, pump up the volume. Swim hard. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you, I mean, really, what can you do if you're one-on-one? Now, if you have a gun and you're shooting, yeah. that's one thing. Apparently, the soldiers that uh, accompanied the the attack squad posse of wizards that went to right. the, the dam five years before had no reason to shoot these things or didn't see them. Um, I don't know if the bottles of beer are just thrown in the water or if the beer is just poured on top of the water, though that would seem super Like, is it bad luck to shoot a mermaid or something? You would think, if you think it's a supernatural creature, and you think it's like uh, an embodiment of the water that maybe in somehow would corrupt the food that's there or the water you have to drink, there's probably a lot of things that could go south killing uh, an elemental, a deity of the water. Okay. I don't right. know that for a fact. I'm certainly not an expert on the lore of, you know, right. Central South yeah, African I, water. There's deities. no real information either way. Well, no, it doesn't that, say where the beliefs come from, why that, they believe the things they no, do just that about centuries, it. They're centuries old. Okay. But that approach makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah. I still say you well, should at least try to shoot sense, it. But. But. Well, what I'm more intrigued by is that in the, in the, in the 2012 days, local people are right, fine. You, we're all victim to the superstitions, beliefs that we are raised with generationally right. and environmentally. Okay. And so if if they're being fed this stuff, whether or not it's true, I can see them getting scared. Um, if people are actually turning up missing and you're losing friends and coworkers at the rate that they apparently were, I can understand it more. Then you bring in foreigners or even white people from the country, but that don't necessarily share the same beliefs. And then within a very short span of time, they're also like, eat a dick, I'm out, this is a horror show. Right. Then to me, that that really intrigues me because that is the, the sort of verification that something's going on. Now, is that something specifically, you know, an ichthyo-humanoid that is there to kill people? No, but it really does imply that something is going on beyond just superstitious claptrap. Right. No, if people, I mean, we're actually missing the people we're missing. That's, yes. I mean, that's a fact. Totally. That's a fact. So if this, but, okay, let's start with that this is a conspiracy by the government to, I guess, um, start the work project, but then not. Or to milk more to money milk out of it. More money, well, the, the only problem maybe? with that is that it could have been, but but there was a, a sighting and these people watched a thing, grab right. their kid. Yeah. And, yeah, that's true. Unless there was some dude dressed up, a government worker say, man, dressed I mean, up in a fucking suit. But and, also bear in mind, that happened five years later after the, the dam was ostensibly finished. Right. So that wouldn't have had anything to do with... Like, that whatever conspiracy might have existed to prevent the building of the dam or to delay the building of the dam. Yeah. That's after the dam was finished and that was just or, a local boy. Unless local they were boys. still trying to undo whatever they were trying to not get done in the first place the first time. Right. Right. <laughs> at, at right that, fair at, enough. At that point, if you're going to strive, I mean. Well, the funny thing is, the only place you can go is like literally horribly brutal. It's like fucking last house in the left meets Scooby-Doo. Like horrible child deaths combined with the antics of local adults that are trying to prevent something happening by pretending there's a monster. Right. It it it, it makes no sense, and it's just it's a horrible it confluence of things. But it, but it does more in a 
third world context, not being a dick. But if you were no, no, condescend to the third world, Chris. Let's hear. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you're a, if you're a, if there's out. a lot of superstitious people, right? You're, and you are people in power. You you're, you're going to use what you want to do if you don't want something done. You're going to you know use that their that way. superstitious ways against. Absolutely, them. yeah. Which th- that does make sense. Listen, it does. People, people, people do it. We do it in the United with States. Money, yeah, we'll, we do. But it's, but it's a little more subtle. exploit whatever they can use right. to make more money. Hundred percent agree with that. Whether it's people's uh, beliefs, uh-huh. be it like a traveling tent show preacher, or or I guess fear in monstrous semi-humanoid creatures that you know live in, in nearby watering holes, I agree with that. But I don't think they have presented, and I know I know that it's not on uh, you know the world to present the case to us. But they, I I haven't seen a compelling case that suggests what okay. they had to gain. Like, I don't know what the government has to gain by sabotaging their own dams, by destroying their turbines and whatever else they were doing, then sending armed guards and new work people to to go down there to fix the things they sabotaged, only to create an environment where they were told that supernatural creatures were killing people, thus you'd have to kill or at least abduct a certain amount of people to help corroborate that. Just yeah. to further delay the creation of something that seems like it will help more people and create more jobs and money if it works. Right. It's a so I'm, it's a, yeah. I'm, I'm Maybe. a little shady on that whole thing, but I grant you, we don't know all the details, so we can't know. It's like a false flag wrapped in a false flag, which becomes basically an asinine conspiracy yeah, at that point just, to me. Yeah. Which all right, but it's easier for me to believe that what these people were seeing was genuinely was actual, terrifying. Right. Right. All right, well, let's keep the government conspiracy on the table as we always want to do. We're, we're, we're going to leave that there. Because using superstition against people is done on a pretty regular basis. So we're, we're going to leave that there. So let's get to, um, yeah, these are fucking mermaids. There you go. We're, we live in a world with mermaids. Well, what I love. <laughs> Congratulations. No, I mean, what could it else? What else could it be other than a mermaid? All right, here, all right, here's the thing. Fuckers. The, the, thing um, the thing that people are always throwing out there, the thing that skeptics love and debunkers love, is a manatee or a sea cow or whatever else. Okay. Or, or an elephant seal, some sort of pinniped. It's always that, oh, no. And obviously, Kate Upton with a fishtail is something you always mistake a fucking sea lion for. But regardless of that, that cannot apply in a landlocked country. So the thing that marine uh, skeptics, I I guess coined a phrase, marine skeptics, um, are always pointing to as what these people are really seeing. And I'm not saying a manatee or something has never been mistaken no, it's absolutely out in open water. Course. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, totally. Though there are tons <clears throat> of genuinely compelling cases of, and they're not, and they're never like gorgeous. Again, they're never Daryl Hannahs or Ariels. Yeah. It's always these crazy spindly limbed, yeah, yeah, no, semi humanoid, yeah. large eyed, not even necessarily mammalian, just weird creatures that have vaguely humanoid features combined with ichthyoid features. Um, but again, that save that for another day. None of those things that typically uh used to say this is what was mistakenly identified as a mermaid can really apply to freshwater southern africa right Mm. i don't know what lives there i don't know it looks like a pale humanoid no shitty haired red-eyed fishman no No, i uh... Which is not to say that it's 100% a fucking mermaid. I'm just saying that one is well, harder. No, I mean, so it, it seems like in this case, it's either an outright lie 
or maybe based on something that they're legitimately seeing. But if it's an outright lie, then everyone that claims to have seen it was lying. And then the next group of, you know, Europeans that came and said they saw something were also lying. And then the parents that, you know, it's one thing if one kid says a mermaid took my friends and then threw them back on shore and yay and low their home. All right, fine. As you call it, the whimsy of a child, kids lie. Yeah. That's... But when all the adults in the village come and watch this creature come back, take the kids, drown it, and the fucking chief of village seven. Yeah, that's the 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 right. the the monkey taint in the fucking whole thing. <laughs> the old monkey taint. The old monkey taint. That, that's that one, the one years later, because that's right. It's like, an entire like obviously the kids seeing yeah. this. Did, I mean, did they recover the body? Yes. Did they I do think they did fucking tests? I mean, it's, it's 2017, so you think they have some so a little bit decent tech. To figure something out, like where was there bite mark? Like was there a thing? Like what the fuck? Right. Well, apparently just drowning. Now, some reports say these creatures are carnivorous and that they uh, like preying on human flesh. Um, others say that they're just dicks. They're straight up water dicks. But it said they just it grabbed them somehow. There's got to be some kind of some sort of mark. mark but then right? you got to wonder too: is would it be an offense to their traditions to have an autopsy on a child? I mean, a lot of a lot of tribal cultures do not allow for the kind of forensics work that uh, we would love as, you know, Western minded inquisitors of the unknown to to see detail on. And more than that, uh, you know, in sub-Saharan Africa, they're not necessarily going to have access to it. The financing, the technology, that shit. Just anything, even a simple photo, something, something. No, you would hope with the ubiquitousness of iPhones and other things that. Somebody would have snapped a photo. Now, if they had even said something like, legend has it, if you snap a photo of a mermaid, it'll swim through your bathroom drain and drown you, then I would get it. But I've never heard anything like that. Even then, at that point, it gets cop-out-y. You can't can't do this, can't do this, can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. But don't hold that again, because that's just me talking shit. No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying, if it was. No, I agree. When that happens, it happens. But it didn't happen in this case. No. So, what I'm suggesting is, as, as a genuine skeptic, not a debunking douchebag skeptic, but a skeptic in that I'd like to look at the evidence in an unbiased light, it is very difficult to think that, and again, a landlocked country, I know I've said that a billion times, in freshwater bodies that are not terribly big, even though like places like the Kariba Dam allegedly have had decades, if not centuries of, well, it hasn't existed for centuries, but a long time of sightings of these things, I'm like, you should be able to turn up a corpse, at some point, if they're biological creatures and not supernatural creatures. Right. Yeah. A skeleton, um, a flipper, a something, hand, something, something, a something, photo. something that can be tested. Yeah, something. And then, yes, obviously a photo. Like right. you say, you know, now that, that iPhones and, and smartphones in general are nearly universal across the planet, um, you, would, you would hope that something like, so, so the skeptic in me is like, this is a hard one as well. But then again, the skeptic in me also is like, and a Bigfoot's never been hit by a Mack truck, and Loch Ness is a limited body of water, and the fuck. Right. But there's that still doesn't mean universally, because then you have to look at the the other facts. You know, we, we would be remiss if we denied that, uh, you know, until 1900-whatever, in, in the early 20th century, when, when Europeans, you know, first came back with carcasses of mountain gorillas, just before that, you know, indigenous people's tales of hairy, you know, just apparently vicious, though they're not really vicious, uh, you know, wild men living, living in Africa were just dismissed completely as tribal lore, bullshit, asinine. 
And then, you know, a German scientist brings back a carcass of a mountain gorilla. Sure. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. things like the coelacanth until right. the early 20th century <clears throat> again, until a librarian, Marjorie Courtney or Courtney Latimer or something, I might not know her name. She found one at a goddamn fish bazaar where they're just right. selling the meat, you know, for people. That yeah, want there to it eat is. It. Yeah. So, and that's a prehistoric creature that was assumed extinct for 65 million years. So things that shouldn't exist often do and things that indigenous people see very often turn out to be real, even if standard academic models insist they can't possibly be real. Yeah. Okay. So I am not willing to rule out the possibility of mid-African or throughout Africa, freshwater mermaids. Okay. Period. Yeah. All right. Well, but I, that doesn't mm, mean that it's true. I'm just saying I'm not going to rule that possibility yeah, out. Well, I'm, because the only problem with that is just the word mermaid, because it puts a thing in your head. Yes. I mean, it could be something that's not even really close, maybe halfway close to what you think in your head, but right. not, not really. And you know what? Chris points out something very important in this whole discussion. A turn of phrase can really sour us all on this. Absolutely. If you have, all right, say one example. I, I tend to believe in the aquatic ape theory, that whole idea that the hair patterns on human beings and the layer of subcutaneous fat that we have all tend to err on the side of a, a creature that lives at least part of the time in water. And that may be sort of like how whales were land creatures that eventually went back to the sea and, you know, became, you know, the super mammals of the waves. Uh, maybe a certain branch of the human tree or maybe even hominoid tree, something earlier than us, went back to the ocean. Or, kind of like bats and birds, two things that are absolutely biologically different evolved to have the same features because it helped them function there's a lot of circumstances where a purely aquatic creature could develop fingers that would be useful in, in getting shellfish mm. and grabbing other fish and using tools and that's that's the other thing we were talking about the uh the south african rock paintings yeah they they show really it's really brilliant I'm, i'll show you guys them in a minute but they're using spears they, hmm. they look like fish bodied human right. torso, you know, just, you know, silhouettes, basically, okay. like a lot of rock paintings are using tools. So there's a lot of reasons why a different species, just the way a bat would develop wings and a bird would develop wings, and they're doing very different things with very different genetic backgrounds, why they would develop the same trait to, to do things that are functionally the same. So I'm more inclined, like Chris, I don't necessarily think that we have a universal biological ancestor so much as I think that there are aquatic creatures that would have every reason to have developed forward setting large eyes and maybe hair for some protective means. And you know, everything's got a mouth and a nose and arms and hands because those right. are very useful tools in killing. So we've got a government conspiracy or we're dealing with fucking mermaids. Basically. Or merlike well, creatures. Well, yeah, creatures. Well, no. Okay. Or <laughs> fantastical fiends of, of, of legend that um, are not, you know, biological creatures, right. but truly mystical things. Okay. All right. Or ultra terrestrials. Oh, okay. The, the nefarious. I mean, right. if you're talking about something that exists only to feed off our fear. Yeah, that would be it. Well played, That'd sir. One. Okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, there's quite a lot on the table here to consider, and we're not mer experts, so merc experts. Um, mercs. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't want to be the one Merch. to sound the you know the war horn here, but World War M. You've been dying. You've been dying for this. Uh, maybe yeah. I have been. <laughs> maybe I just Man. want to go to war with something in the in the water. That's what I said. War like. with the ocean. <laughs> war with the sea. My <laughs> <laughs> record. I'm trying to do it, but I can't. <laughs> All right. So maybe we're gonna be at war with the ocean. Maybe we're gonna be at war with the sea. <laughs> that's that, a that's where I'm at. 
All right. All right. But so that doesn't that doesn't give me an explanation though. Where where is your bias on this? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say that it's that we're gonna go to war with the ocean, the sea, and that we're dealing with fucking mermaids. And so biological mermaids, supernatural mermaids, biological mermaids. So yes. you just think you think something that exists? Species. Yeah, I think it, uh, just like but the, it, yeah, n- not the traditional half human. No, just the fucking... no, no, no. It's it's not. It's not. So there's flat. not. Because that's when you say mermaid, it's going to put that image. Oh, right. half and no, half. I think I'm, yeah. I'm more along the lines with what Rob's talking here about, like the aquatic ape theory. I'm let, thinking let, I'm let's more let's along go there. with the uh, with, with the phrase again that I'm very proud of. Let's call it the ichthyo humanoid. Okay, the because then we don't have the stigma of mermaid anymore. Ichthyo. That fucking black velvet painting of right. ichthyo being ichthyo. fish. Okay. Humanoid. Okay. Being obviously. So. Mm. If there are a weird species of ichthyohumanoids, I would say that we have to seriously consider that they must be super endangered, mm-hmm. very rare, and perhaps intensely territorial. There is no reason why we should have to murder them all. I think they need to be preserved. I think they need to be have sanctuaries established for them, places where human beings and they will not interact because clearly it's not beneficial to either, okay. where scientists can study them and maybe throw a couple in marine land, even though I know that gets into blackfish territory, but what the hell I, I was really going to say, man, one. you're just going to, yeah, they're, they're just going to yeah, that, suffer. That would be terrible. If there's dickish as you, they seem to be, then yeah. We might, we might have to go to war. I don't want to. Jesus Christ. I want to have a treaty. I thought I was being a douche. You don't want a treaty. We give them beer. Who's to, say, the who's to say they're that advanced, though? You could give a primate, you could give a chimp beer, and the, and that chimp might be sated because it yeah. enjoys a buzz, but Keep it doesn't it mean it's advanced enough to create a fucking treaty and sit down at some fucking Geneva Convention-style <laughs> fucking hotel room I know. where they work out the fucking ins you and outs of how like treaties. You don't even like treaties. You don't like Star Trek can we treaties. Get like a, can we get like a weird like water DMZ area where there's wow. just like a, like a little you, area you, there? You, you mean a neutral zone? Yeah. Yeah. You can totally do that. You need a neutral zone? Yeah. That's what he does, but he doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. All right, so you're saying we need an aquatic DMZ in, yeah. in mid-South Africa. We just got to figure this out, man, or we have to go to war. I just don't think that's <laughs> really an option. I'm sorry about these kids. Man. <laughs> I'm even more sorry that their parents, who should have known fucking better, had to Ooh. burst into tears because it's not like they weren't raised in an environment. Listen, if it had been tourists right. and it was like a Dutch couple or something. And yeah, they, they fucked tears, up. And it they was, fucked yeah. up. They didn't know. You that's tragic. Done, yeah. But God damn it, you're from Village 7. Yeah. You know, know your you know role. Yeah, you should know. Right. Save the tears for the fucking home. Robert, what do you got? Uh, I would love to think that these ichthyohumanoids are some species, whatever it may be, that just manage to evolve in a way where they efficiently live in the water, they eat their fish, they do their things, they're somewhat territorial. Maybe they're not the absolute bastards that they're made out to be. Maybe they really are just super territorial and they're protecting their young or who knows what because people are vicious and, you know, if you're... A crocodile or an alligator, you would, you know, try to annihilate mm. anyone that's attacking your nest. Maybe it works no. along the same principles. Sure. So I'd like to think that there is something there worth exploring. I, on the other hand, unlike where, you know, I like to traipse around Mam Lambo territory, would be really hesitant to walk alone near the water's edge in these places. Yeah. Because yeah. it seems like they're smart enough, dexterous enough, and, and quick enough to just snag a motherfucker and take him down so and you're, you're and you're bloated before you know it you're not going yeah. to war so you're saying oh i don't think there's any reason to go to war okay. would you go to war with great white sharks alligators a tiger mm, yeah. are you going to declare they can't war do on anything ti- tigers probably kill more people stay out of the capita. water and then there's no war i mean what other things that have killed people occasionally do you want to declare war on that might just be animals um 
I'm trying to think. What else can we go to war with? Well, uh, flippers in, in Mexico. We know that. Yeah, yeah, flippers. Whether they're from hell or space, yeah. you wanted them dead. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So occasionally, um, depending on the level of alcohol in my blood, I want things What dead. I'm asking is, what about these uh, Zimbabwe mer creatures are so offensive to you, besides obviously the murdering of two children, which is offensive well, to everybody? That's what I'm coming at. I'm coming at human, is, hum, loss of human life. But but a lot of things kill people. Yeah, I know you're, you're assuming an intelligence if it's not. If it is a gator-like thing, then it's just a dick. Right. So if it's I mean, a, not a dick it's on purpose. It, it, it's, it's just they, they, that, they it, are what they are. Right. right? right. So, no, okay. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. If that's the case, if it is like a gator-type situation, all right, then stay the fuck away from the water. But if this is, this, in a, if, if this is them attacking humans for the sake of attacking humans because they're like, fucking get, get off of our shit or whatever... Then something's got to be done, <laughs> or we just avoid their shit. Black Hawk down. I will grant Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. Well, you got to find out what they thought was offensive. I yeah, wanted to have a treaty, and Rob fucking nixed it. I do think it's a little bit douchey that tears drive them to bloodshed. If I, that's a correct if assumption, all the that's legends are assumption. correct. I have ground to stand on for war. If you live in Florida. <laughs> Florida man attacks yeah. Zimbabwe mermaids. Stand your puddle laws. <laughs> exactly. No, in all seriousness, though, um, I do think that maybe this actually is something that ties into the aquatic ape theory that, that you were talking about, where maybe these creatures do just happen. To, if this is a, if this population is so small that it's just in this area of Zimbabwe. Well, it's throughout Africa. Or th- throughout Africa, that if population-wise, they've just been pushed there. And they've obviously been around for quite some time. Then, all right, yeah, you're dealing with an endangered species that obviously would get pretty fucking gnarly if you got near it. Absolutely. So, again, war jokes aside, maybe we are dealing with just some sort of offshoot of a species that we've never had any experience with. And because we are getting so close to them. Or we have had tons of experience with, just not in academic circles. Right, right. But if we are encroaching on their area... Then, you know, like you guys mentioned, lions and shit like that. So if you're encroaching on a lion, what the fuck do you think it's going to do? It's going to eat you. It's going to eat your fucking ass. I will also say Mm. this. If by some miracle, some life-changing, you know, zoology landmark-making miracle, one of these is discovered, um, it's going to have to make us seriously reassess not only a lot of the cryptozoological legends, but specifically mermaids that are seen throughout yeah, the totally, oceans, yeah. you know, off yeah. of Israel, everywhere, like North yeah. Atlantic. Yeah. Well, because if they can exist in, like, say, a landlocked nation and other surrounding nations um, in relatively small numbers, then we really have to seriously consider what other things. And you know what? It would make, why would we be the only, I mean, I know there's a lot of debate on did human beings kill or fuck all our competitors out of existence whether it right. be neanderthal or any other yeah, well, of the it's both subhominids and really? yeah we did i mean the, the you know yeah. people that descended into sherpas clearly had sex with the denisovich or whatever you say and that's how they can breathe in those high altitudes uh, we all most of us at least from european cultures have at least a trace of neanderthal mm-hmm. in our dna so yeah there was probably a lot of commingling and a lot of brutality um but in an ocean environment something could live Without coming into direct competition yeah, with us. for quite a while. And, yeah. and I think, you know, we all want to get caught up in legends of sirens and the beautiful busty mermaid with the long blonde hair and the clamshell fucking bras and and I, I guess something that we half want to seduce and half want to, I, I don't know, fish for. But 
But to me, that's like a misnomer. That's asinine. It's right. much more accurate to think of it, I think, as either a very non-human species that just happens to have some very similar features because evolutionarily speaking, it helps them. Or like you were saying, and we were discussing earlier, an aquatic ape style theory where like, you know, whales branch back into the sea, a certain group of what we were branched back into the ocean. And then the rest of them became the other species of hominoid yeah. and hominid yeah. that eventually resulted in us. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm bored with you with that. I think maybe that's what this all is kind of coming from. But what I think is fascinating, and you know, I've been looking for an excuse to go back to Africa for a while now. I'm not much about being in the bush. I like convenience and comfort, and I've always been the first to admit it. But there's so many limited places that you can study. Um, it really would be nice to kind of assemble a, even a ragtag expedition and go there because, well, yeah. I wouldn't want to be there alone at water's edge and you know at, at nighttime. Um, in South Africa, particularly, uh, and again, we'll get to that at some point, but also through Zimbabwe and other places, uh, Tanzania, um, there there are a lot of, you know, eyewitness sightings that are pretty close up, mm -hmm. and that if you could get some good photographs or something, you yeah. could really create, you know, a revolution in in, in totally. zoology. Totally. Yeah. So for people out there that have the means and uh, the desire, I would say this is probably one of the cryptids you should start looking seriously into, maybe exploring, is, yeah. and not and not poo poo it as we were saying, just because of the word mermaid. Right. Think of it as something. Right. Just, right. Something. What totally kind of biological yeah. anomaly could exist like that there? And something that I would even flirt with doing myself. All right, Christopher, what do yeah. you think? Oh, it could for sure be an identified species that we don't know yet. Okay. Cool. Because I, I do have the issues with the aquatic ape. Okay. Uh, it's a hypothesis. It's not a theory right. per se. It's a hypothesis. True. Okay. There's zero evidence for it. Yep. But 100% could be in something unidentified. Totally. Yeah, I tend to think more of the, like the bats to bird analogy. Less, less something that we share a common ancestor with and okay. more something that had reason to develop attributes that resemble a human being. Yeah, especially if it's landlocked. Things, I mean, if it has nowhere to go... It's like New Zealand or something. I mean, then right. if you're, it's going to evolve in a certain way there and not yeah, exactly. in spermia its way. Yeah, it can't get the fuck out of the area. Because yeah, a so. lake is, 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 again, it's like an island. Yeah. It's an aquatic island wherein, you're right, you get a very narrowing of the biodiversity and, and things, two things can happen. One, uh, species can evolve that do not exist anywhere else, but species also get preserved that throughout the rest of the world would have gone either extinct or become changed right. via evolution yeah. and interbreeding, yeah. but it doesn't happen because you're on an island, or in this case, a fucking small body of water. So I think we're all on board with the same idea here, aren't we? Pretty much, I think. Yeah, I think all we right. want to keep an open mind, and it's worth looking into, okay. and there's some compelling cases, and I think it's douchey, as so many of the reporters did, to just dismiss it out of hand because, oh, it's Zimbabwe, you know, backwards. There's this... Like I say, this kind of post-colonialistic right. condescension that kind of goes into that thing, and, and that has been betrayed by the discovery of so many animals where it was the indigenous peoples that knew about it, and uh, ignoring their testimony is at the peril of the scientist. And I think that we had a growing moment here where I took war off the table. You did? Yeah, look at yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't See, know. See, this, this is a moment of growth, a oh, moment of learning. I'm so proud. Dude. Hearts, hands, and voices, and voices, and hearts, and flippers. And flippers. There oh, you my go. God. <laughs> See? There you go. Uh, establish yes. a neutral zone. Let's we, do it. We, yeah, I want the neutral zone. I want there to be a uh, a coming together of both species so that we can both help each other and commingle. Yeah, and not attack us when we cry. Okay, because we are a crying species. Okay, we'll so talk about go. it. <laughs> <laughs>
Perfect. Hashtag right. Goqui Wildlife Refuge. Cool. There you go. There you have it. Thank you for joining us for the Kryptonaut Podcast. As always, the social medias, the Instas, the Twitters, the Facebooks. Check those out. Stick around for some ratings and reviews. Uh, T Public, be sure to check that out. We got some merch going up there. Totes. And uh, we it, have a couple other projects in the uh, in the works. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got check some them fun out. Stuff yeah, on the rise. Really cool shit. So. And drop. Also. Love to know what your theories are on what these things yeah, may or may not be. Yeah, send your ideas, totally. Because this is one that totally. is fucking wide open. Yeah. And it's awesome. Totally. So I'd really yeah. be interested to know what you guys think and then, you know, incorporate it into my thinking. And if you happen to be in Zimbabwe and you're listening, let us know because I know that we do have a bunch of listeners sort of like in that area. So but We definitely have some in South Africa. Yeah, definitely. Um, so. Yes, so that'd be wonderful. Awesome. All right, cool. Thank you for joining us, and We'll be talking to you soon. I see you later. Bye. Swim at your own peril. I really feel like I made some leaps and bounds this episode. I am proud of you. I started with bloodlust, and I ended with, you yeah. know what? Let's just all be cool. I know, patting yeah. to Gandhi in one pod. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I know, it's going to be gone next pod. Oh, yeah, no, ever. I know. It's going yeah. to be gone during the fucking oh, yeah. Back to war, Dadge. We're talking to you. much for sticking around for the ratings and reviews coming from the iTunes Apple Podcast apps. We have five-star review. The best stories with the best narrators, Silent Whisper Child. Oh, my God. Ooh, all right, here we go. Some of the best stories with the best storytellers. I genuinely look forward to listening to episodes between shifts at one of the stores in the quote-unquote abandoned mall that is occasionally oh. mentioned Whoa. in the show. I love the deep track monsters that they cover and the humor which permeates the entire show so boys we got a local, a local. review here yeah, from someone that works at the quote unquote abandoned mall that we talk about which i was actually just there getting uh getting some shit no i mean so, it was a, the childhood hangout it was fundamental to all our development there's not a lot of open stores there so we can no. narrow this mystery down there's like Maybe thirty storefronts and like five stores. Right. It really I'm not, feels I'm not that even kidding. Yeah. Right. No, I, no, it is huh. though. So Do the, we know who this is? I don't. No, I don't. I oh, mean, I, I love that all the more. There's J.C. Penney's. There's the toy shop. Bass Pro. Bass Pro. Bass Pro. Some pizza shop. There's right. A, yeah, I know the pizza shop's gone. <gasps> they bailed. It is. Yeah. Subway. Subway. Then. No, Subway bailed too. Is there, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Oh my God! I'm like shocked and appalled. Can you eat at the mall? Can you eat at the mall? No, I don't think so. Dude, when a Chinese place pulls out of a mall, it's terrible. It's not good. You know that, and that's been there since forever. And the woman, I swear to God, this is a mystery we should solve. She hadn't aged a minute since I was in eighth grade. No, no, yeah, she's she's eternal. She's younger than me. She was like four years older than me. She is now. 20 years younger than yeah, me. She's I, a low pan. Definitely. Yeah, she's totally she a low pan. Yeah, and but I'll tell you what, though, that that uh, the low main there yeah. was always on point. Oh, yeah. It was steady. So, what you're saying, this person works at three stores in the or, mall or, or the movie possibly. theater or the movie theater yeah. oh yeah there's a theater yeah there's a theater. now there is a there is a shop that I've been going to there there's actually there's a toy, there's a toy shop, shop. That, that's pretty it's dope like never fu- every time I go there it's not I open. know it's got weird hours but he's a super cool dude maybe this is maybe this is him it could be him I, I believe it could be, be. be open more because every time I go there your no, gate's I know. fucking he's, down he's got a bunch of sweet looking shit looking at there. legends through the metal I know but there's also <laughs> the metal gate there's also this place called like, sh- like I think it's called like Showtime Sports or something and I was telling Chris they have like a sticker and patch collection that rivals like Mr. Tops 1995 Jesus, right? sports. 
It's called, it's called Showtime Sports, but the dude just has like like a shitload of comics. And That's like, awesome. And like stickers oh, so and it's patches just an eclectic mix of fucking shit. Yeah, but dude, the stickers and patches are fucking super dope. Wow. So right, anyway, well, regardless anyway, of this, you are. this hometown mystery, thank you fucking so much yes. for the kind review. Um, and hey, if you happen to see one of us at the mall, probably me because I'm there all the time. Yeah, Mark seems to be just there. Just say a what's lot. up. <laughs> Yeah, you will never see me at the mall again, probably. Yeah, I'm there with my kids all the time. No, so. I go there for a movie occionally. Yeah. Oh, JC uh, Penny yes. occasionally yes, for absolutely. some yeah. gene edge. Movie theater. For awesome gene Wait, even though Levi's are like a million still open? dollars. No, Verizon's on no. Grand Ave now. The fuck? Yeah. Dude, there's like four stores out of like. But KB's there, right? Potentially. Yeah, K- no, KB's how still there. How about Burger King? Burger King. Yeah, no, Walden's Spencer's still there. Still there? Yeah, no, they, Chris and I still work at Waves there. Yes, no. Oh my God, can you imagine? I would do that. universe where we're still Waves? I miss, dude, I miss Waves. Waves every day. I really do. I honestly miss waves. Robert, what do we have going on over at Facebook? At Facebook. All right. I'll tell you what we have. We have a review from John Gillespie. Okay, cool. John Gillespie. Not up? a mysterious worker at our local mall, which I kind of <laughs> love that enigma. Just a gentleman who likes the pod. And this is what he has to say. Fresh, down-to-earth hosts love this podcast. Feels like hanging out with your buds. I don't think awesome. I have ever been called fresh before. No, fresh. It might be the first time down to earth. I don't think that either. I love that. Well, yeah. Fresh and down to earth. Yeah, fresh. I appreciate it. That's yeah. not, I mean. Like 80s fresh? That's I, like, I feel like we're at a farmer's market and we're like, fresh and down to earth. Fresh peaches. There that's you go. fucking awesome. Thank you, John Gillespie. You guys are my fresh peaches. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> that's mildly erotic. I like nectarines. <laughs> well, whatever. You guys are my. I do like peaches, though. Sometimes the fur is a little weird. I Y'all are my tender oranges. Weird. How about that? Well, do you but, want a tender orange? Yeah, like tender if an orange, orange is soft, it's wrong. Eh, it's like one of those little halos. No, those, that's halo? like optimal orange. You squeeze that shit and you drink that. Yeah, and it's fucking amazing. Grapefruit tender is, orange. Yes, this, uh, grapefruits too. When you like, when you squeeze it and they're really soft, you're like this is grody. You cut that shit and you squeeze that into yeah, a drink and it is bomb. delectable as Fair enough. fuck. Nobody wants a hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so good. Nobody wants a hard, dry grapefruit, Robert. I can't argue with yeah, that. Yeah, you All you right. want a soft. My Ish. my knowledge of produce is clearly limited by the fact that I eat fruit ripeage seasonally. Hence the, the new ri- descendant song ripeage. Ripeage. Hence the Ricketts Robert continue. Oh snap! This one comes from Mary Bittersweet. I like that. Mm. It it almost sounds like they should be like a '90s band. Yeah. So glad a friend of mine on Facebook kept pushing this podcast in his feed. I finally became curious and had to check it out. It's like listening to a bunch of guys sitting at a bar talking about cryptids. Fair enough. There you no, go. Wait, wow. I say it. as I sip my Kraken and Coke. Yeah, yeah there's um, enough alcohol. Definitely. Crushing my beer, yeah. Growing up, I enjoyed reading about UFO, strange creatures, and other strange occurrences. I've kept up with the sightings online, but over the last few years, it has been disappointing that so many people that present this information do so in such a way that they are only interested in getting clicks. So a lot of regurgitated information, nothing new. That's fair. Fair. But these guys do their research, and even if you have heard about the cryptid they are discussing, they have new information or a piece of research that has not been widely circulated. Thank you for noticing. Awesome. Also, they make me laugh. I listen mostly at lunch at work. I have to wait until I am alone eating or that it might be dangerous. I do get looks <laughs> because of my giggling, but it is worth it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mary. Mm, thank that you, awesome. and click on the banner below. Uh, there you go. <laughs> click the banner below. Click I, uh, I like the fact that we're going to be with Mary uh, on every week for lunch. I like that. 
I do too. Oh yeah, yeah, lunch. That's good. I, I I appreciate that. I like that we can be. I like that people integrate us into their lives, whether they're going to work or they're at the gym or they're doing lunch, doing whatever. They're like they have a little time for Mark, Chris, and Rob in their day. I like yeah. that. You can pick like anything. That. You can listen to whatever you want. Yeah. You, know, you chose to listen to us. Absolutely. And drinking. I- Sloth. Yes. Of humanity. (laughs) We are that. These three drunk pieces of shit talking about monsters that might not actually exist, but whatever. It's no big deal. Bite your tongue. I appreciate that people integrate us. But what I like even more is that they integrate us in such a way that they have to set aside a time more than one person has said when they're not to being, hide, yeah. not being yeah, watched. Which is great, which is cool. Because their reactions yeah. might somehow we're make We're not them safe for spectacle. life, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not safe for life <laughs> at all. Life. Unsafe for life. Do you have any more views, Mark? Uh, I do not. Do you have you, any more? You really don't? No, that's it for us. That's it. That's, wow, iTunes doesn't love us anymore. No, I mean, we hammer through a bunch of them. Do you got anything else? Or is that I sure, no, I sure do. Okay, well, you know what, Robert? Let's round it off with this last one. How about that? Okay. Cool. We'll probably cut out that other. No, dissertation. we're gonna. Cool. Dissertation. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. And our final Facebook review comes from Robert Vincent. Robert. Oh, Robert. Nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Picard's right. brother. Yeah. Indeed. Robert. Very much recommended. Killer show. Wicked dudes. Good times all around. All caps. Heller space. Yeah, baby. Dude, wicked. Well done. I, I thought this area in the country was the only place that still said wicked. No, I know. I no, love that. We still got it. Wicked. Like I've been saying it since, I don't know, the 80s. Wicked. We are wicked dudes. Just wicked. In all fairness. And I am super stoked that Heller Space has taken off. God bless him. It's got its own t-shirt line. It's our thing. Yeah, I know. Heller what Space. started off as you guys ignoring the obvious fact that it didn't have to Hell come from either. Space. Hell or Space. Hell or Space. It's become a phenomenon there based on ignorance resulting in glory. I love the fact that people will buy the shirt at our Tee Public shop and then just it post it on awesome Instagram. I'm just like, oh, here's me in my Heller Space shirt. I'm like, fuck yes. It's, it's always it is a, fucking it's awesome. It's always the Baphomet alien one. I'm like, you wear that in public. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wear that to family events. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wear it to Christmas. Wear it to school. Wear it to work. Wear it everywhere. It is a beautiful <laughs> Make people think about that shit. Of two wonderful sentiments. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's great. Satan and the overlords from yeah. above. It's Baphomet Gray. Baphomet yeah. Gray? Oh, oh Baphomet. Is. Is, is that his name? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah Baphomet Gray. Gray. I did not know. It is, not, it is now. Well, yeah. it's great. <laughs> Fucking phenomenal. Thank you guys all. Listen, every review, not only does it help us out a ton, but, you know, obviously we personally fucking love reading this stuff. And it really stokes me all the time that... Uh, People seem to get it. They get what we're doing. We, yeah, we're there. You know, it's funny. When we first started this, we were like, ah, we might be going too obscure. Maybe motherfuckers aren't going to like it that we have fun with this. And yet we just stuck with our guns and did us. And the fact that you motherfuckers appreciate it means the world to yeah. the three of us. No, so far it really it has does. worked out. So, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it has. There you have it. Thank you all so very much. Uh, tune in next week for uh, the next episode, I guess. We're not quite sure yeah. what it is yet because we're waiting to see from Rob what it's going to be, but we're going to yeah. have it done. I did not make up this episode and literally finish writing the article and send it the moment Mark pulled in the driveway to pick me up. That's fine. That that's did fine. not happen. No big deal. Nobody knows until it's finally there, and you know that's part of the Look, joy. Sometimes Christmas the day. magic happens by the seat of your pants. Always. No big deal. It has Always. worked thus far. It will continue to work, and we're talking to you soon. Magic. <laughs>